Hello, my name is Oluwa Tosin Adedui and I would like to welcome you again to the Experience Design Podcast with Oluwa Tosin Karis, a podcast that helps you enjoy significant advancement through personal development. The first episode of the podcast launched on the 10th of February 2021, that's last week, and we had 20 listens. That means so much to me and I want to say thank you. If you're listening to this and you were one of those people that listened to the first episode, I would like to say thank you. I'm honored that you took out time to give your here time to me <laughs> thank you so much i do not give i don't take it for granted at all again before i delve into today's edition of the podcast i want to talk about what experience design means again now like i mentioned last week experience design involves aligning your emotions your habits and your mindset to your vision it involves you mastering yourself so that you can see your goals your dreams your vision and all that you desire come to life. It's exactly you being the person that achieves a vision. So most times when we want to do something, you, we, we just want to do, but experience design concept has to do with you being the person for the job, sort of. Now this can be, this can involve you doing the being parts mentally, maybe working on your mind, structuring your habits, getting one thing right that leads you closer to achieving that goal. Last week, we talked about constipation of ideas. We discussed how we can have so much ideas, so many concepts. We can have many journals full of ideas from conferences, from YouTube videos, from audio lessons, from books. Ideas that we've written for years, but we never touched or executed. Now, I got a lot of responses, especially on WhatsApp, because I shared I shared the links to the podcast on my WhatsApp videos, and a number of my friends shared their feedback. <laughs> Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And, you know, someone said something about, oh, I need to see this now because I'm about to start something new and I feel like I know so much already. I just don't know where to start. So after you have started, what do you do? That's what we want to talk about today. After starting, what next? After saying, okay, Lula guys has said, I should stop being bloated with ideas. I should take action. Now I want to take action. How do I take action? This is what we are going to discuss on this second edition of the podcast. Please stay with me. Now this is going to be a quick one. Starting something new can be terrifying as much as it's exciting. I mean, um, let me assume you are applying for a job there's a thrill that comes with all writing your application uploading your cv writing a cover letter writing the body of the mail exploring about the company on linkedin finding out who has worked in the company there's a thrill that comes with it but there's also a tiring part that comes with it especially if you've applied for other jobs before that time and you probably didn't get a response or you got a rejection mail So as much as it can be exciting to start something new, it can also be terrifying. 
so you finally said okay i'm going to stop procrastinating like to think i said i'll apply for this job i'll write this business plan i'll apply to this graduate school i'll send this person i've wanted to talk to for a long time a dm i will start a ready to wear fashion business i'll launch this podcast i'll film a youtube video i'll do this i'll do that you know you finally decide to say okay I'm going to be intentional. I will take action on this thing. And then you start. And after you start, you don't start to see results like you thought you would see. So let me give a bit of context to what I just said about results. When you start something, especially when you take time to plan, let me give an example of starting a business. You know, you do your financials, you write a business plan, competitive analysis, you do all of those things and you say, oh, in the first year, these are our competitors, this is what they are doing, this is what they are not doing. Okay, because this is what they are not doing, we will do this as our own competitive advantage. And you write all of those things. And in the first year, you, what's this word? You projected that you are going to make, you're going to have 100 orders in the first year. And throughout the first business year, you only had 10 orders. You know this thing I'm saying can happen. I mean, I'm not just saying it out of the head. And you only had 10 orders, you know, and you start to feel like, okay, I shouldn't be doing this. I'm wasting my time. Okay, maybe this is not cut out for me. Maybe I'm a failure. Maybe, and you know, you start to have the what is. Or, you haven't even getting, gotten to the end of the business here. After you've started, you just started to have feelings like, what if no one buys from me? I mean, my friends will like the Instagram post. They would share the link. They'll share the link across their social media channels. But what if they don't buy? What if the school rejects my graduate school application what if the job doesn't come through and you start to have all of these worships i'd like to inform you that it is normal to feel this way it is absolutely normal to feel this way one i don't want you to beat yourself up i'm saying this from a place of experience beyond what has been written in books you know i've been at this place over and over and over again the first time i applied for my first job, the first time I started my accessory business, the first time I started my IELTS coaching business, when I applied for this current job, when I applied to graduate school, you know, it is normal. It is normal to feel that way. But like the popular saying goes, you feel the fear and you do it anyway. Now, when you feel this way, what is happening is you are feeling the thrill of something that you've not done before. It's a new terrain, so it's normal for your body to start your mind and your body is usually telling you that you've not been here before so what are you going to do now when you feel this fear the solution is you need confidence backed up by accurate information i'm going to say that again you need confidence backed up by accurate information you need confidence backed up by correct information you need confidence backed up by validated information I've said three things. You need confidence. That's the key word. Now, this confidence come from, comes from accurate information. You can say correct information. You can say validated information. When I say validated information, um, I can use an example of, okay, you want to start a fashion business. 
if you need validated information on starting a fashion business in Nigeria and you want something very relatable, maybe a young person, a young person like yourself, if you're a lady, you want, okay, someone who wants, who targets the same sector you want to target. You might even say you want someone within your age group, you know, so it's very relatable down to the T. Now, I'll give an example. Say you want to start a retail fashion brand and you are a lady and you start to feel this feel like it's not possible Nigerians don't buy retail fashion brand and this is not true but we are just giving an example let's assume that's what your mind is telling you now you go online if I were you <laughs> I mean I'm not you but how to just how to put up this fear is to get validated information so you go online you and you type retail female fashion wear or retail female fashion business in Nigeria or in Lagos or in Abuja or in Kaduna depending on the environment you're based in and then you start to see everyone who runs a business like that and you read about them let me tell you what will happen especially if they have their stories and like if they have their stories out there when i say stories i mean things like how they started how their journey has been let me give an example of sarah kasim sarah kasim is a fashion entrepreneur a fashion entrepreneur that uses unique and ethically made afrocentric clothing to promote african textiles for black women now this is not an ad trust me it's not an ad at all Sarah is my friend and she's done something awesome with retail brand in Nigeria. Now you go to Sarah Kasim's page and you just look through, okay, when did she start this business? How has it been? How did she get funding? Did she have to go for a training? Does she talk about her challenges? How did she deal with them? You know, what has been the progress of the business? Is she taking mentees? Is she doing a training? Can you send her a mail just to run? Okay, this is what I'm doing. And this is what I'm doing. Or this is what I want to do. This is the stage I am. And I'm stuck, sort of. Is there anything you'd like to share with me? Based on the fact that you've gone through this experience before. Now, most times, you might get a response. You might not get a response. But even reading about the person's story alone, and seeing what they've worked through helps to validate that thing you want to do and remove fear. That's one. The second thing is books. Getting confident with validated information through books. So books most times contain stories of people who have walked this path that we are walking. They've been here, they've done it, they've done it over and over again, they failed, they've They've seen it all, sort of. And when you read books, it's basically like you're traveling through the life of that person. You're seeing what they face. You're reading how they dealt with issues. You can pick. It can be just a line in a chapter of a book that answers the question of your heart and gives you that confidence that you need. So I've talked about people. I've talked about books. Remember again that I'm, I'm still discussing you taking away fear you reducing your fear you banishing your fear as it comes up with validated information 
Now that's one. The second thing is to journal. Bring out your journal and write out the things you're afraid about. When you write out the things you're afraid about, you see if they are if they are just irrational things or if they are real things. Now, there are some things we are afraid about that never happen. It's just our mind playing a trick at us. But there are things we are afraid about, rightly so. Like, you can justify those fears. Let me talk about funding, for example. Maybe you want to go to school or you want to start a business and you've done your financials. I can see that. <laughs> I cannot afford this currently. Now, that is a justified fear. It is real. It's normal for you to be concerned about that. Now you start again, what are my options? Are there grants open to people like me who want to start a business? Are there scholarships for anyone applying to this school? Just try to explore what opportunities are available. Now it's possible that when you look and look and look and look and look, physically you check online, you talk to people, it looks like you can't see any solution. At this point, where do I usually turn as a person? I'm a believer, I'm a Christian, and the next thing I do, even before now, I mean, but let's just take it from here at this stage, what I do is to pray. And I'm saying, okay, this is where I am, I'm stuck. Like, I can't go further. My wisdom can literally not take me further than this. God, please open my eyes. Help me to see an opportunity. Show me. If this idea is in my mind, it means there's a way for it. Show me. Show me what I don't know. Show me what's in front of me, but I'm blinded so much that I can't see it. Give me eyes that see. Give me ears that hear. Send people my way. Send people who have accurate and validated information on what I'm working on. Help me to dispel this fear. Because I know that. If this thing, if this idea was not possible, it would not have come to my mind. Oh, that's good. If that idea was not possible, like we don't have the capacity to think of something that is not possible. Let me explain. That it comes to your mind alone means that there is a possibility it can happen. You might not have the means at that moment to make it happen, but there is a possibility that it can happen. That's why you're able to conceive that idea. So yeah, I pray. And then when I pray, I don't just sit down. I, like I said, I try to read books. I talk to people. Sometimes just talk to someone in your network about what you're working on. You'll be surprised how much wealth of information you have already around you. So yeah. Now the third thing is community of courage. Now community of courage is an entire episode. It's going to be an entire episode on its own, but let me just touch it quickly. Now, a community of courage, joining a community of courage or building a community of courage is having like-minded people who are, for example, working on the same thing you're working on, you're going to the same place, your eyes are set on the same goal, or people who have already achieved what you want to achieve. Now, examples of this are business hubs, you know, there are a lot of online communities for entrepreneurs, there are co- online communities for people who want to manage their money well, there are online communities for young people who want to attend graduate school, there are online communities for people who are just starting a business, there are online communities for podcasters, 
the online communities for youtubers so these communities are everywhere let me tell you what being in a community will do for you by the time you get in you will see that there are people having the same challenge as you and what i will do for you is to show that there's nothing wrong with you after all because sometimes we might feel like oh something is wrong with me why can't i why can't i get this right because we are alone but if you reach out to people if you ask questions if you align yourself to your community you see that this thing is normal with everyone that starts something new so you don't need to fret so yeah talk to people journal read up on someone that is doing what you're doing read a book and join a community of, of courage or start one join a community of courage or start one and these these are ways to build confidence backed up by validated information let me say this though when you do all of this it does not mean that that's the last time you'll be afraid or that's the last time you'll feel fear okay so when you talk to someone when you read up when you read a book when you join a community of courage you get feedback and you apply that feedback into what you're doing so when you get feedback you don't have to take it hook line and sinker you modify it to your current reality you see okay this can work for me based on the stage i'm in now this will work for me okay this looks good but because of where i am now it might not apply so you need to modify whatever feedback you get from people from books from communities to fit your exact reality so it's important to also say that again it does not mean that when you get all of these things that will be the last time you'll feel fear fear is part of the journey but i heard someone say i think Omilola Oshikoya, she said something like um, okay so she runs this conference called do it afraid conference and she said you are afraid but do it anyway what this means is that at every step at every point where you want to do something grand where you want to take a major step where you want to do something significantly relevant you will feel fear it's normal even the best of the best the people we look up to the people who admire and respect the people who call role models when we listen to them share about their vulnerability they say the same thing so it's normal i want you to know that that fear is normal but you don't have to be held back by that fear get confidence get confidence backed up by validated information this can come from books this can come from you reading your bible reading your business books reading business books listening to an author joining a community there are different ways you can get this information and when you get them relate them to your current reality and modify them to fit exactly what you need so thank you for listening to this episode of the experience design podcast with oluwato sinkaris you can share a key point from this episode that resonated with you online you can tweet at me via oluto sinkaris on twitter you can share on your whatsapp story you can share your instagram story and tag me at Oluwato Sinkaris and I'll be sure to repost. Thank you so much for listening. Remember that it's important to take action on what you've heard so you can get results. And I will see you on the next episode of The Contact. Bye.